0: Everybody, I'm Mitch Goldich, and welcome to episode 50 of Mitch Eats Food, a podcast where I talk about eating food. Thanks, as always, to those of you who have subscribed and left ratings and reviews. You can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and find me on social media for food pictures to go along with every episode. Yes, we made it to episode 50, the 50 Burger I know, I wish I had gotten to 50 episodes much sooner. I came back in the spring and summer of 2021 after a one-year layoff when the pandemic started. I hoped things were back to normal, then decided to take another break. Anyway, we are back again. Like everything else in life the last couple of years, we're being a little flexible, but I am definitely hoping to be back in a more regular rhythm now like we used to be. Before we get into today's episode and bring on our guest, I think it's been a while since I shared a review, so I wanted to share a very nice message I got from a listener named Ash Yap, who writes, Good day, Mitch. I have no idea how I stumbled across your podcast on eating food, but really enjoy it. Your quick podcasts keep me hungry and entertained for long drives. If you're ever in Victoria, Melbourne, Australia, hit me up and I'll give you some pointers on some good places down under. Ash Good day to you too, and thanks for reaching out. Uh, I'm definitely hoping to see my downloads spike all over Melbourne now with this shout out to you, but truly I'm glad to hear from you. I will hit you up if I'm ever down under, and I'll say Ash also passed along some recommendations in New York and Philly, so we may have to revisit this message on a later episode. Now to today's guest. So I thought I might do something big and exciting for episode 50 Instead, I am joined by friend and colleague Rohan Nadkarni. I was recently in Los Angeles for the Super Bowl. Rohan lives there, and he took me and another coworker, Connor Orr, around town for a taco crawl. Rohan, welcome to Mitch Eats Food. How are you?
1: Well, it took long enough for me to get to make my debut. I mean, the number of like people have had to see come on the show somehow. Bet made it before me. You went, you did an entire episode with our old colleague Bet Marston, talk about how you guys sat next to each other, etc. Failed to mention how I was sitting right behind you guys the whole time. Um And you know, so I'm glad I finally get to make my debut on this podcast.
0: For what it's worth, that was two years ago. There was a pandemic. We did go <laughs> on hiatus. True. So it's yes. it's it's been a while. Uh, you also moved across the country from me. So it was a little harder. We haven't eaten together as much as we We literally have we not had. even
1: seen each other in years. So. <laughs> I know, that's true. Yeah, it makes um, it a
0: little tricky. What a way for a reunion, though, uh, getting yeah. together for the first time in two years for this. So we're going to talk about tacos. Let's dive right into it. But first, can, before we get to the uh, – and, and I said – I think I said it's a crawl. We went to three places – uh, before we get into the specifics, can you just tell me a little about the taco scene in L.A.? You you live there now. Uh, like, what have you learned in your time there? What do you like about it? What were you hoping to show me when, when I said, Rohan, put together a taco crawl? What did you have in mind for sort of building the route and, and what you wanted me to experience?
1: Okay, outstanding question right off the jump. The taco scene in L.A. is outstanding. I feel like I didn't really – I don't even. I don't even like to act like I've had tacos – before in my life until I got to Los Angeles. That's how life-changing slash game-changing the tacos have been here. To me, the real beauty of it, and it's not just with the tacos in Los Angeles. You see the same things with you know, Thai food or Cantonese food or Sichuan food, whatever the case may be, is the regionality of different immigrant cuisines in Los Angeles is really vast, right? So when we were getting tacos, the cool part for us was we could get tacos – that are specialities to different regions of mexico and that was something that's really cool that's really fun um you know when people talk about like food is a cultural exchange like that's a really beautiful thing and you you learn so much about the history of why this taco is being made by this uh region in mexico but i mean most importantly it's just like deliciousness was the number one factor right like what are my favorite tacos but two is like yeah let's try like and I, we'll get into this, I'm sure, but we tried like three like wildly differing styles of tacos. So that was really just what it was, was like, let's kind of go all over the board and, and pick and choose different things. So it, it's really cool, the taco scene here, there's so many options and, and so many different ways you can go about it.
0: Love it, I love that explanation. I'm with, you know, I love whenever I travel anywhere, uh, eating the food and experiencing the culture is mm-hmm. such a big part of it, and so that's always good. Um, and love getting into that. And and then just like the specifics, because I, I will tell you, I know nothing about LA geography, even after having, maybe especially mm. after having spent like four days there. Like people are telling me, I know the stadiums in Inglewood. I know, <laughs> uh, you know, I know where my hotel was, uh, some of these places, but people are talking about like different neighborhoods and I'm just, I haven't spent enough time in LA to know it. So just like geographically, can you tell me where, like what part of the city we were in uh, just for people who are maybe visiting LA or live there or want to recreate our path? Uh, or just want to visualize it on a map where in l a were we
1: okay that's a another great question so just to give people like you know some general kind of landmarks if the if you were let's say you were in town for a football game right and inglewood is is kind of if you're going southwest from some kind of if central Los angeles if you go southwest that's how you get to inglewood but that's kind of far away uh from most of the great tacos. So for the tacos, you want to go downtown, you want to go to East Los Angeles, you want to go to Boyle Heights. So if you were literally dropped in the middle of central Los Angeles, now you're going East, Southeast, et cetera. Mitch, you were staying downtown. We went East of downtown for our tacos. Uh So we were in Boyle Heights. We went down Olympic Boulevard. Um Those are kind of the buzzwords you want to hear if you're in Los Angeles and someone tells you to go to a taco spot. You want to hear Boyle Heights. You want to hear Olympic Boulevard. uh You want to hear, you know, head out East. Um, that is where a lot of the great tacos are. That's not to say you won't find them in other places. But in terms of concentration, tacos per capita, you probably want to go east, you want to go to Boyle Heights, you want to go to Olympic Boulevard. Uh, that's where a lot of the great spots are.
0: Definitely interested in the uh, tacos per capita statistic. You and I both, <laughs> yeah. we both appreciate the advanced stats in exactly, sports. And, yeah. and so why not? Uh, the same in the taco scene. Yeah, I, I didn't, You didn't even tell me any of this on the day off. You told me I will pick you up in my car at the hotel at two <laughs> thirty, and, yeah. and I just got in the car and yeah. uh, and you drove me around. And and Connor, poor Connor, who uh, who I think is going to be bummed. You were joking about the episode with Bet. Connor was legitimately uh, in Florida that week <laughs> and was bummed to not be on the episode. And I think he he may be bummed. But we will talk to him, especially when we get to our uh, second stop on the taco crawl. So so let's go. So, uh, Marisco's Jalisco. Was the first place. This is a truck, uh, which is sort of the. I, you know, I don't want to listen. Who am I? I'm a tourist. Yeah. I don't want to say this is the authentic experience. I was told, you know, you go to a truck, and that's a, a For good, sure. a For good sure. place to get your first one. And I think this place has uh, a couple locations, but this is kind of the the classic spot, if I'm remembering yes. right. So, that's tell right. me a, a little about Morisco's Jalisco, and then we'll get into uh, what our what our tacos. Since they only had one taco option on the menu, yes. we both had the same one. So, just give give us the rundown a little bit.
1: So, as the name implies, like, this is a, a you know, Mariscos means seafood. Jalisco is the town in, uh, Mexico where, where this kind of taco originates from. This is probably my favorite taco in Los Angeles. There's been times where I've picked up friends from the airport and we've drove, we've driven straight to Mariscos, Jalisco, which is way across LA entirely. Um, that's just how good it is. It's like, if I have people visiting, like, if I care about them, I will take them to Mariscos, Jalisco because I think it's important that they experience it. Um, yeah, it started as this truck, uh, in East Los Angeles. It, it's become so popular since then. It's really become, I think, an institution of Los Angeles that they now have a couple of trucks and they're sometimes in other locations. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a fantastic taco. Their menu is like entirely seafood. They only serve one kind of taco, which I believe is actually called a Dorado. Um, this specific kind of fried shrimp taco that we ate, but, uh, yeah, it, it's fantastic and the beauty of this place is it's like it's a simple menu. They're just doing four or five different things. They're all seafood based and they're all tasty.
0: Yeah. So the presentation not pretentious at all. This is what yeah. I love right off the bat. They it they served us on styrofoam plates and it's like a wet plate, <laughs> which yeah. I say in in a loving positive way um because uh they you know and they they didn't give us any silverware they gave us uh each plate had two shrimp tacos and the tacos are just served on their side just covered in like a wet runny salsa and chunks of avocado and they did not skimp on the avocado which I appreciate. There are a lot they, of they chunks. They
1: really do not skimp on the avocado or <laughs> shrimp and it's like, it's like Chipotle, what are you doing? Like, we've seen the light, like, you know? Also true,
0: but they uh, they don't even, they didn't even give us silverware. Maybe they had silverware and we just didn't look for it. I just have this image of like, I am holding the styrofoam plate and I'm just like eating the chunks of salsa uh, like without a, so without a fork or anything but like we inhaled the tacos so quickly that I was just left with this plate that was just like avocado covered in salsa and of course I'm not going to leave any of that um I loved the tortilla on these it was uh it was like a hard shell but it was still just like oily and hot like you could tell it was like, fresh out of, uh, you know, what
1: the whatever they fried they it in. Fried, they fry the whole taco. The yeah. whole taco is deep fried. Yeah, it's really remarkable.
0: And, yeah, and just the the flavor and, like, the oil coming off it, it's like, I, I you know, I guess they have to wait and let them cool off before they can just hand yeah. it to you. Um, but, yeah, I just, you know, I loved it. And that was good. So the three tacos we had, I had three different kinds of tortilla, which was a good variety. And this one was just, like, a, a really good, like, that, you know, the hard shell, but not, like, the old hard shell that's, like, mm-hmm. sitting around or, like, days old or whatever. It's, like, a fresh, like, crisp. Like when you bite into like almost like a like a fresh cannoli or something where it's just like it's hard, but it's not like too hard. Like it it breaks off in your mouth when you bite into it. Um, Really good. Like you said, they didn't skimp on the shrimp at all. Um, Yeah, this this was great.
1: Good. I'm glad it's great to hear it. You know, it's like a very intimate thing to, to bring someone to a taco spot that you love. It really is. Um, so I'm mostly just glad that you guys enjoyed it. Like I wanted to make sure we got off on the right foot there. Another thing I like, and this has to be mentioned,
0: you got to be careful because there's the ripoff place around the corner, <laughs> which is, uh, there
1: is a, yes. an
0: unbelievable trick. Do they have the same name or a slightly different name? If, I they... think
1: it's Mariscos <laughs> Cuatro uh, Vientos. I mean, it might be good. I, I It might be good. But them – them putting a different Mariscos truck down the street from the Mariscos truck is a little suspect. Sneaky. Sneaky yeah. move. So that's why
0: yeah. – yeah, th- yeah. Important to make sure you hit the right one, although it's probably, yeah. they're probably both good. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, we sure. hit, We made sure we hit the original. All right. Second place on our stop was right down the street, uh, Burritos La Palma. Um And uh, we had burritos there. Now, I will say, you you hear the word burritos. (laughs) I guess – let's take a step back. If I tell you about my day and I tell you that I ate four tacos and two burritos – you're going to tell me that sounds a little ridiculous, especially in, uh, in a tight time frame. But these are small burritos.
1: Mm-hmm. This is
0: really just meat wrapped in the tortilla. It's not full of like rice and beans and veggies like you'd expect if like you brought up Chipotle earlier. It's not a Chipotle burrito or like if you ordered a burrito as an entree at like a Mexican restaurant. These are burritos, but they are small and uh, really good. They had more options. I got the uh, birria, which is spiced shredded beef. And the deshabrata, which is shredded beef in uh, with green chili and potato. And these were great. What well, You had something uh, different from me, right? What did you get Well,
1: I, I ordered a birria to start, but then you were saying how good the shredded beef one was. So then I went back up for a shredded beef, which I – I appreciated you doing that for me because they were both fantastic. And I think
0: you – if I'm right, you got cheese I, ordered, I, I yours, added
1: cheese to my shredded beef. That's correct. Which I will
0: say it didn't need, but I'm sure it helped. I'm sure, yes. you know, adding che- – listen, add yeah. cheese into any
1: yeah. taco correct. or
0: Mexican fare or whatever. It's typically going to improve it. But I, I was really impressed. I mean it really didn't need it. It was just this like perfect they, – they gave us – I think they gave us like a box that had them all like wrapped yeah. in them. And they were like very slender and long and just like a tightly wrapped – Really simple thing. And, and I just, I liked this. You didn't need a lot of ingredients. It just let the meat be the star mm-hmm. of the show, a phrase I use commonly here on yeah. this podcast. And it was just like nice and simple. And, uh, you know, the tortilla was excellent. It was more of like the classic, like soft shell taco, uh, just like well wrapped, I guess, you know, or like a burrito. Uh, duh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I just, I loved it. This was like so simple and it actually might've been my favorite of the, uh, three places. It was
1: really, really good. I'll just, I just want to add, like, I think this is like skews toward more what like a burrito is meant to be, which is like an on the go snack that you can eat. And it's not meant to like be this gigantic thing filled with rice and 18 other ingredients that weighs you down. Like, you know, A normal burrito, it's like rice, beans, tortilla, it's like triple starch. Like, no, this is just a really well-made flour tortilla, an outstanding meat product inside. I'm with you. Like, I don't want – I regretted getting cheese, not because it wasn't delicious, but because, like you said, it just didn't need it. It was so good. Like, the birria one that I had alone was – it was fantastic.
0: Yeah. Now, that said, we're talking about uh, simplicity and few ingredients. It did come with, like, a little side container of salsa to dip. And it also came with just long green peppers. We think they were serrano peppers. It
1: looked like chili serranos for sure, and, yeah. And
0: shout out to Connor Orr, who was with us, also eating burritos. And he was just ripping off bites of the pepper in between bites of his chicken tango burrito. And just, I, I mean, you, I feel like we both gained... More respect for him, just like watching him do this. He just he went all in, and like you know, and I love peppers. I like hot peppers, certainly in in tacos and burritos and in other dishes and all kinds of things. It's a little bolder when you're just like when they just hand you the full pepper and you're just biting into it in between bites of your tacos. He
1: was taking it straight to the dome. Yeah, (laughs) mad respect for Connor. Mad respect for Connor.
0: Yeah, it's interesting though to hear you say you regret the cheese because that was and that was my last note on this place. I had some FOMO. I was watching you eat it and I was like, yeah, and not. Uh because i still loved what i had but i you know i i mean a a meat a cheese and a tortilla simple perfection
1: i have like a personal rule that's like experience the thing as it was meant to be experienced the first time you have it Mm -hmm. now i i was like in my mind i was like i had the birria one plain so that gave me the license to get cheese but it was just so good and also i knew that we had more tacos to eat that day yeah it's also
0: i think it's different when you're a local than a tourist like uh, this was my yeah. one shot i don't know when the next time i'll be in yeah. los angeles is going to be and if i'll be at the same exact place you you know you can go there sounds like you're in that area all the time since it's right, right down the street i don't know how often you do the the back to back but uh you know you've got more opportunities to do it i'm i'm with you again i, I can tell you frequent listener of the podcast rohan stopping <laughs> off phrases about eating it the yeah. way it was intended to yeah. be eaten that's that's basically my whole mindset too yeah. all right third place we had to drive a little farther uh tacos 1986 where where was this exactly because this so felt tacos like we were in,
1: 1986 yeah. actually brought us back downtown so i picked you up downtown we head out east you take a good uh decent drive out east but then you head start to head back west you head to downtown so tacos 1986 is another spot uh started just as a truck um the the chefs who started here are two pretty popular guys and it, it blew up and now they have a few kind of brick and mortar locations and their downtown ones—the first one I ever went to it was fantastic. Shout out to my homie uh, Paolo Uguetti who, who showed me tacos in 1986, so I got to give him credit there. But it's, uh, yeah, it's a super popular spot. They do Tijuana style tacos.
0: Yeah, and so I guess we should say the, the, um, so the first place was a truck uh burritos la palma uh was like a, an order at the counter situation and like they a had, window yeah. yeah they had tables outside uh which was nice especially for uh dipping situations and such yeah and then uh this place brick and mortar and they did have uh this was like in a busier uh you know what you think of as like what looks like a downtown kind of area yeah. and they had seating inside uh and then also like an outdoor little area uh like along the sidewalk where and we ate there um this place, you told me, famous for two things. You want to tell everyone what they are?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, they're, you know, they're shaving meat right off a of trompo. trompo. So they got like a big, you know, it's like a shawarma style uh rotisserie, the, their pork is fantastic, but their mushrooms are really the star of the show, and most people don't know this, but if you are listening to this podcast and you find yourself at Tacos 1986, you can add mushrooms to any taco. So you can get a mushroom taco, or you can get a pork taco and add mushrooms to it, which is usually what I recommend. So that's that's kind of their vibe. It's really good. Yeah, if the
0: mushrooms are the signature, then I'd rather add them to something. I mean, I guess yes. – well, I don't want to yeah. say that. I'm sure it would be very good if you got just a mushroom yeah. taco. But yeah. people who know me well, I'm not going to get just a mushroom taco. I'm going to yeah. add it to the meat. Yeah. Um, so I had – yeah, what did I have? I had two tacos there. I got the uh, Adobada, and that's the one off of the, the big – Yeah, the
1: trompo. That's the, the pork, yeah. Yeah, the
0: Trompa is the word. I don't know that I've Trumpo. actually heard – trompo. Trompo. I don't know that I've heard yeah. that yeah. word
1: before. But yeah. like
0: the big spit, yeah. like when you go to a, like a hero yeah. place and they're carving the lamb off yeah. – and yeah. uh, like shawarma and whatever. Um, and so that was fun. And then I also got the carne asada, which people, many people probably know is steak. And, and yeah, mm. and I got mushrooms on both of those. And this is the place that's like my style of taco. I think I think people who listen and subscribe to this podcast know I'm a toppings guy. <laughs> like tacos and burgers and pizza, I love it. Just like plop on all the extras and sauces and fixings. And so this is right up my alley. And these were fairly small. They were in sort of what I think of as – as what the tacos I was expecting to eat when I got there, mm-hmm. like the corn tortilla where it's like flat and piled up with some things and then you fold them yourself. And yeah, this one had – um, like more of the toppings, and then they slather the guacamole on top, and
1: they put in the mushrooms and. And once again, no extra charge for guacamole. <laughs> I even I even asked them to take guacamole off of mine just because I'm I'm rich and I'm rich in avocado today.
0: <laughs> yeah, we did have a There was only avocado in two out of the three yeah. places. So I yeah. listen. I'm you. Uh, listen. I was there for five again, days or whatever sure, it was. I'm going to sure. eat as much avocado as I can. Yeah. Um, this was really good. Yeah, I, I like the mushrooms. That's just, like, an interesting little touch. Um, I, you know, I don't want to, like, overhype it. I don't want to say, like, these are the best mushrooms I ever had in my life. And it,
1: but they kind like, of was, are. like...
0: I'm not quite with you there, but I liked them. They certainly, like, added something to it. And I'm always going to do, like, if a place says this is the signature thing, like, I'm going to add the signature yeah. thing 99% of the time. And so that was, like, part of the fun of it. Um, And it was fun. It was just like a fun place, like being there with like the open kitchen where you can really watch them like, you know, carving the meat off and cooking everything and uh, and and passing it off to you. So just a good spot. I thought, you know, I think this was like my kind of vibe. I will say the texture of the tortilla, it was like a little spongier, um, like the corn tortilla. And that's why I said, listen, I liked all of them. I liked everything that I ate today. I think the middle place, the burrito, was my favorite thing that I had, which is, again, sort of surprising to hear coming from me, I think. Not the place with, uh, you know, the shrimp and the, covered in salsa and <laughs> the third place with the guac. Just like the really simple, just really good seasoned meat in a tortilla. I think that was my favorite one. But, uh, man, what a way to experience it, doing all three right, right in a row. I don't know, what was it, two hours this this whole uh, yeah, we, trip? Yeah,
1: it, it was a very economical – it was a very economical – trip. We didn't waste time. You know, there was there's not a lot of conversation. It was just, <laughs> hey, it's it's time for the next taco. You know, Um that's another great part about it is it's like you can eat many tacos in a short period of time.
0: Yeah. What do you what would you say is the most uh, tacos you've had in a day since you've lived out there?
1: I've definitely had a six taco day before. That's probably my upper limit, but only be, like, I probably could have kept going. Um, like if you really wanted to time it out where you know, we – I was busy that night, but if we had kept going into the evening, you know what I mean? We give ourselves another four or five hours on the back end. There's nothing stopping us from getting up to ten tacos in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I agree. With, you know, time is the enemy if we had the digestion time. If we had yeah. been walking a little bit instead of yes. driving around, that helps too. Right. All right. Any uh... – any lasting thoughts on the experience being the the tour? Guide? i mean you've had these before but any any final things i didn't ask you or we didn't cover here
1: Rohan well I would just say that I think the real beauty of that taco crawl that we had specifically was like you could pick a favorite but they're also all so different that it, you don't know, you know what I mean it's almost like i we're comparing them because it's fun but you almost you don't even have to you know what i mean it's like they're they're all so distinct in their own category which was kind of the beauty of it i thought
0: Yeah, I thought it was good. They did complement each other well. Um, Yeah. You know, we had the hard shell. We had the soft shell burrito. We had the corn tortilla. Yeah. Um, I had a variety of of meats and seasonings and things. And uh, yeah, it was good. It was probably for the best that we didn't uh, extend it out four or five hours because this was Saturday, the day before the Super Bowl. And I might not have made it to the game if we had uh, continued, if we had doubled our taco and burrito intake for the weekend.
1: Yeah, I'm glad that we got you to that game in one piece. That is true. All right, Rohan, thanks so much. This was fun celebrated
0: our uh, our big 50th episode with you you did not uh, react at all when i took a minor uh, shot at you at the beginning uh, downplaying having you here for this but no this was this was a pleasure i know you have talked uh, for a while about wanting to be on the podcast so it was fun to yeah. finally get you on let's uh, let's eat together again sometime
1: I'm looking forward to it man congrats on the half century you know we we'll, we'll, do, we'll do it again for the 100th man i'm looking forward to it
0: <laughs> all right thanks rohan
1: see ya That'll do it for
0: today. If you enjoyed this episode, you should go back and check out the previous 49. Many of them have fun guests like Rohan. Others are me solo, and those episodes tend to be much shorter. We're talking like 10 to 15 minutes. For those of you who are new, in case you don't want to go through all 49 in order, I am planning to compile a list of my favorites, which I'll make sure to share on social media. You can subscribe in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or Spotify, While you're there, leave me a rating or a review. I haven't gotten many reviews during my hiatus, so it would be great to get some more so people know that we're back up and running. And along those lines, it would be great if you all tell your friends too. I'm sure there are some people who have unsubscribed. Let them all know we're back. If you enjoy the podcast, I always appreciate people helping me make it grow. Remember that you can follow me at Mitch Goldich on Twitter and Instagram or search Mitch Goldich on Facebook for pictures to go along with this and every episode. You can also follow at Mitch Pod on Instagram. Finally, you can email mitcheatsfood at gmail.com. One final, final note, I want to say a fond farewell. You may remember episode 36 when my buddy Tim Marson and I went to the Buffalo Wild Wings in Times Square. Well, that fine establishment was unfortunately a casualty of the pandemic. I think many of us were rightfully focused on the small and independent restaurants in New York and elsewhere that we wanted to save, but also RIP to B-dubs in Times Square. Tim explains in the episode how much he loved that place, and I know he's in mourning. Thanks again, everyone, for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon.